This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. If you'd like a free guide that explains the hidden link between relaxation and the Law of Attraction, or if you want more information about my books or my coaching, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. We find that so much of this information pertaining to the Law of Attraction is about getting beyond the actual terminology used and even beyond the techniques that are being used by a particular good teacher or great teacher. It's really getting to an understanding and then implementing what they're pointing at. And what they're pointing at is the inner creativity that is inherent within you. There's an inner creativity within you that you can utilize. And most of us don't utilize it well. We're always utilizing this creativity in some way. But often we're not utilizing it well. We're not utilizing it in a positive and effective fashion. And we can get better at utilizing it. And we can use whatever terms we want to talk about it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it basically boils down to that. How can we better utilize this creativity that we have? Whether you want to call it imagination, whether you want to call it your subconscious powers, whether you want to call it God or whatever term you want to use. How can we utilize it more effectively? Simple. Simple to say. As we know, you know, not simple to implement always. So again, we can take all these different teachings using seemingly different terms and language that might at first not all fit together when we at first look at it. And then we'll realize, oh wait, this does all fit together on a practical level. This is all about how I can better utilize this creative mechanism within me, how I can better utilize my imagination, how I can better utilize my subconscious, how I can better utilize God, the power of God. And this is, this is the work. This is the inner work that we're doing. And it's exciting and fun inner work, you know, because once you get into it, you kind of realize what other work is there really to do? I mean, of course, you're going to still live your life. There's external things you're going to be doing, right? But you realize this inner work is fascinating and it's enjoyable. Emmett Fox says, I'm paraphrasing here, but he says something along the lines of, this is the most interesting work you can do. And it really is interesting and fascinating inner work. And what's cool about it, when you get into it, the more you do it, the more you realize this is actually changing my life. Not only do I feel better more of the time, but better things seem to be happening to me. I have better relationships with people. You know, my work is better than it was before. My financial situation is improving. Things come to me more easily or whatever it may be. These are all the benefits of doing this inner work. And what we're doing, obviously, is looking at some of these great teachers and examining the terms they use so we can deepen our own practice of doing this inner work. So let's go back to Kuwe. As I said last episode, Kuwe is the best law of attraction teacher, in my opinion, when it comes to just explaining these principles in a very practical fashion. And when he was alive, he became very popular, and he literally helped thousands of people each year heal themselves from various ailments they had, whether they were mental or physical ailments. So he was a very effective and prolific teacher of these principles. And one thing he would always say 
is, you know, people always wanted to praise him and give him credit for healing them. And he would always say, I'm not healing you. You are healing yourself. It is the inner work that you're doing on yourself that is healing you. It's this creative mechanism, this self-healing mechanism, this abundant mechanism that's inherent in you as a human being that is healing you. I'm not healing you. I'm just showing you how to use these principles. I'm just showing you how to do this inner work. And honestly, you know, I don't think, I, th- I assume many people didn't believe that at the time. And people still don't believe that. They, they go to a great teacher and they assume it's because of the teacher that they're healed. Well, really the teacher is showing them how they can heal themselves. This is how the law of attraction works. No one can do it for you. You do it for yourself. There's a quote in self-mastery through conscious auto-suggestion where somebody is talking about this, how they don't feel healed yet and they feel like they, they have not been healed. And they ask Kuei why. And Kuei says, you say that you have not improved at all. Do you know why? Simply because you have no confidence in yourself. When I say that you are better, you begin to feel better at once, don't you? Why? Because you believe in me. Believe now in yourself and you will get just as good results. See, you have to cultivate a trust and a confidence in yourself, not in the teacher. And this is, again, what can take time, is cultivating that. Let me read what Kuei said again. When I say that you are better, you begin to feel better at once, don't you? Why? Because you believe in me. Believe now in yourself and you will get just as good results. Believe now in yourself in that inherent mechanism inside you, that creative and life-giving mechanism, your imagination, your God-healing power, or whatever you want to call it. And just to show you that this is exactly the same, no matter what terms we use, let's go from Kuwait now to H. Emily Cady. Cady obviously uses much more religious-sounding language than Kuwait does, but they're talking about the same thing. Here's a wonderful little excerpt where she's talking about denials. She writes, Almost hourly, little vexations and fears come up in your life. Meet each one with a denial. Calmly and coolly say, within yourself, that's nothing at all. It cannot harm or disturb me or make me unhappy. Do not fight it vigorously, but let your denial be the denial of any thought of its superiority over you, as you would deny the power of ants on their little hill to disturb you. Katie goes on to write, in this short essay. Denial brings freedom from bondage, and happiness comes when we can effectually deny the power of anything to touch or to trouble us. Denial brings freedom from bondage. This is the same thing Kuwait is talking about when we are cultivating our self-confidence. We feel confident enough to deny the appearance of something that's bothering us. We say this doesn't bother us. And we feel confident in doing that. We believe that by stating this, denying it, that it will come to pass because it's the truth. Our imagination, our mind, our subconscious is more powerful than any passing little vexation or fear. But do we believe this? That's the inner work, is believing more and more, having confidence in yourself, in your denial of things that don't suit you. Again, Katie wrote, happiness comes when we can effectually deny the power of anything to touch or to trouble us. 
effectually deny the power of anything to touch or to trouble us. See, you cultivate that confidence within yourself. When a teacher says that you're better, you believe it. And what we have to get better at is believing in ourselves when we make a denial. Believe in yourself and you'll get just as good results as when somebody teaches you a technique and you believe in them. Believe in yourself. The effectiveness of denials, the effectiveness of cultivating this self-confidence will be self-apparent. The more you believe in yourself, the more you believe in your inherent creative mechanism, your imagination, your subconscious, the more you believe in that power, the better you will feel.